Yo, 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 what up, what up? Welcome back to the Talking My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. No guest this week, it's just myself again. Last minute as always, man. I uh, I had all weekend to record and I waited until Monday night and it's literally midnight. It's already Tuesday basically and I'm recording right now. I was about to record earlier, but for some reason I've been having some hard time sleeping, bro. I be fucking waking up like I, I think my sleeping schedule is all over the fucking place and then on weekends I fuck it up even more. I woke up this week uh I woke up this Tuesday this Tuesday stupid ass. I woke up this Sunday like at 3 a.m. There was some leftover pizza. I ate it like at 3.30 a.m. So then I couldn't go back to sleep because I'm getting to the age where you remember when you was younger and people used to be like, you know, your parents or maybe older people you knew. You're like, oh, I can't eat past 8 p.m. because I'd be getting heartburn or I'd be getting, you know, yeah, I just can't do it. I can't do it. And I used to be like, bro, stop being a bitch. Why the fuck? Like I could eat. I could. I, I used to be able to eat whatever at 10 p.m. and be asleep by 10.01, bro. Like that shit did not phase me whatsoever. Well, I mean, besides the fact that I got fat as fuck over time, but it didn't used to phase me as far as like, oh, I can't sleep. Like it just doesn't allow me to sleep. But little by little, bro, I started getting there. And I think this year was the final was the final push as far as like my body for intaking food and then going right back to bed because I just absolutely cannot do it, especially at night, especially something greasy or something with like salsa or something like that. You feel me? Because my heartburn going to be acting up. I feel like I used to not know what heartburn was, but I I remember I used to get it when I was younger. And, it, you know, when your your throat just feels like you got chile in that motherfucker, pause, no homo. Pero, you know, you already know how the fuck that shit feel, bro. And I used to, I used to be unable to explain that feeling to anybody, you know. I remember when I used to get it, I used to talk to my mom. I was like, I don't know, bro. I feel like... Tengo chile en el culo de que es, boy. Tengo chile en el fucking, en la throat or what? How do you, en la garganta. I was like, how the fuck you say throat in Spanish, bro? En la garganta and, um, well, obviously, you know, in, 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 in Spanish, it's not heartburn. And, and, uh, pero este, pero anyway, so I, I, I got to that point where it's like, as soon as I try to go to bed a little, even a little full, bro, like, I'll wake up like at two, three in the morning with that shit coming, like, you know, I feel that shit coming on my mouth, basically, type shit, bro. But anyway, I, I fucking stayed up all night. Didn't even do shit. Didn't even do anything productive. I was trying to write a little bit, work on some new bits and shit. Pero ya, ya como a las 7, 8 en la mañana, dije, no, pues ya para que me voy a dormir, because then I'm going a, I'm to a be basically of two hours of sleep. I usually wake up like around 9.30, 9.40 to be at work at 11 and shit, you know, shower and change and shit. But I was like, fuck that shit. I'm not going to go back to sleep, because then I don't know about y'all, but sometimes if I sleep... From like 10 p.m. to like 5 a.m. And then I wake up and then I stay up for like an hour on my phone. Sometimes, you know, you can't go back to sleep right away. And then I go back to sleep for like another three hours. My body will feel like it only slept those three hours. It'll completely disregard the other fucking eight hours that I already slept and shit. So I was like, if I go to sleep right now at 7 a.m. and I have to wake up at 940, I'm going to feel like I fucking like I fucking needed to be. Like I, like, I fucking slept two hours and shit, so I was like, fuck that shit, I'm just gonna stay up, and I stayed up, it wasn't an issue at all, I even got a Starbucks coffee in the morning and shit, and then uh, after that, I was like, fuck, like, I, I felt really good throughout the day, but around 3.30, 4pm, bro, I just started getting this wave of fucking flojera, dude, like, my eyes are already closed, but my eyes felt like they were shutting on their own, bro, like, Oh my God. And I was fucking, I was a little bit busy at work. So it's like, I didn't even have time to like sit back and take a fucking nap. And then as soon as, uh, as soon as I got off work, I got home and, um, <clears throat> we set up for the podcast, but I was like, let me take a little, 
<clears throat> and I was like, let me take a little half hour nap. And my me fui a recostar en la fucking cama. I didn't even lay down all the way, bro. I had my fucking head on the wall because obviously me, as an independent broke nigga, I don't have a headboard on my bed. It's just puro. I have a bed frame. Don't get me wrong. I got a bed frame. That bitch a little weak because I got to sleep on that bitch every day. My fucking, my, my bed frame, my bed frame got tape around his ankles, nigga. Like my bed frame is ready to go out, but fucking still pushing strong that bitch rusted as fuck i ain't gonna lie that bitch look like a fucking 1987 and pile body boy that bitch is horrible dog but i i ended up uh dude my bed frame is kind of starting to split from the middle and i don't know how to fix it i ain't gonna lie damn I, this, this podcast is just gonna make me go buy a new fucking bed frame matter of fact catch it at me so i can buy <laughs> so i can buy a gold, another new bed frame nah but anyway so i put my fucking head against the wall and I fucking knocked the fuck out, dog. Like, I, I didn't I didn't even, like, uh, wasn't even, like, uncomfortable, nothing. Like, it's just one of those moments, you know, where, I mean, I'm pretty, I always hear about, I don't have any kids, but I hear about people, uh, I hear about, nah, yeah, I don't have any kids, just niggas that want to be my sons, but, nah, was, <laughs> but I fucking put my head against the wall, and I swear to God, I closed my eyes. By the time, literally, it felt like I blinked. I knocked out for, like, an hour, and then after that, I'm, you know what, I was, I didn't, I was supposed to knock out for longer than that, but this fucking idiot called me and I pick up and I fucking, and it was a Burbank, California phone number. So I was like, oh shit, like it's probably, I don't know. You know, at this point you never know who's going to call. Right. So I pick up the phone and there was this fucking Asian dude that be fucking scamming people and shit. We met him at the first Renee Vodka show. He's the guy. Remember that story I told on this podcast about how there was, we were hanging out with this Asian and that motherfucker lost a Hublot watch and we were helping him look for his Hublot watch and he was offering people $30,000 if we found his Hublot watch at the bar. Anyway, I, I don't know who the fuck this cat was, but he came with Renee Vodka or, or, or he just tagged along or whatever, but I thought it was Renee Vodka's homie, but I guess it's not. Just some weird-ass Asian dude that pretends to be rich, and he just scams bitches and scams people. So anyway, um, he calls me, right? Like, this motherfucker calling me like we're cool as fuck, right? He calls me. I pick up the phone, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, yo, like, who is this, right? And I fucking realize, like, it's him. I can recognize his little Asian voice right away. And I'm no, not, no, no racial, not being racist, but you know, you feel me? Let me, oh, hello. You feel me? Like, you know what? You already know what the fuck I'm, <laughs> you know what the fuck I'm talking about, nigga. When you call motherfucking... Um, New China Hut on, on River or New York Street, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm talking about. Egg roll, you know, egg roll, egg roll. That's what I'm talking about, dog. And I fucking pick up the phone and, and he's like, oh, man, I'm in Chicago right now. Like, you want to hang out? Bitch, don't fucking call my phone. And you just woke me up from this fucking nap. So I fucking got mad as shit and I hung up the phone and I just fucking put it, I just put it to my side and I knocked back out. Next thing I know, I wake up, it's already fucking 11 p.m. and shit, dog, so... Unfortunately, I didn't get to record sooner. It shit should have been out sooner, but um, but um, whatever. You feel me? I uh, that's that's just what it is and shit. But um, I fucking give me one second. The fucking volume on here. This shit turned the fuck down. But I just I just fixed it anyway. <coughs> I end up I end up I end up waking. Dude, I've been having some crazy ass dreams. I don't know about y'all. You know, I don't know if because the moon isn't retro, or whatever, fool. But I've been having some real vivid ass dreams. And people say that that shit happens when you smoke a lot of weed and then you stop smoking. But I haven't really been a heavy smoker this year at all, so I don't know where the fuck it's coming from. But man, I've been I've been having some dreams that I just like. And you know, how sometimes you wake up and you forget your dreams, and 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 it's pretty. It was pretty like that. That shit used to happen to me all the time. I used to have crazy ass dreams. 
dreams. And then I, I remember there was a few dreams I still remember to this day. Like there was like I don't know. Have you guys ever had a dream where like your mom dies or your or your dad dies and you wake up emotional as fuck, like almost crying, if not crying? I I remember waking up like a few times. I had a few dreams that like my mom had died and I woke up like even even like even like that was I'm not, I'm not gonna say as an adult because I wasn't an adult, but even as like a teenager, like you know, 15, 16 years old, I'll wake up from a dream and be like, what the fuck? Like, like my mom, what the, she died? I would even walk to her room to check on her, you feel me? Like, like okay, she's still knocked the fuck out or whatever, you know, but that shit would, um, that shit, or, or sometimes you have a vivid dream of a girl, maybe not even a bitch that you fuck with, maybe a bitch you just knew from high school or a bitch you seen at Black Door or a bitch you seen at the Tap House, a bitch you seen at the fucking flea market next to Casablanca, you feel me? Like, and and, and, and you, just, you, you just remember that girl and for whatever reason you dream about her and then you wake up in love with that bitch you know you be in love with the bitch you be in love with the bitch for like a good 30 minutes after you wake up then an hour passes by after you wake up you don't even remember the bitch you don't even remember what the fuck the dream was you don't even remember why the fuck you spent hours thinking about the bitch or minutes thinking about the bitch you know or, or hours dreaming about the bitch but anyway um I I I I I I be falling in love with different bitches in my dreams all the fucking time, bro. And I be fucking I creep on their Twitter, bro. I go to their Instagram. I be like, maybe this is supposed to be my fucking like. It be real emotional attachment, bro. When you wake up and you dream about a bitch, even a bitch you're not even cool with, you never even talk to, you just be in love with the bitch, and then you fucking wake up and you creeping on her shit. You starting to think to yourself like, damn, maybe she's maybe this was God sending me a sign in my dream that this is supposed to be the bitch I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. And then like an hour, hour and a half goes by. You're like, why the fuck was I creeping on this bitch page? I don't even like this bitch. Matter of fact, I hate this bitch. She don't even support anything that I do. Her baby daddy beats her like fuck her dog, and and, and that's that's just I don't know why I don't know why I don't I don't know what science is behind dreams and shit like that, but that's like it's a conversation for a different day. But anyway, point is that I woke up late as fuck, and right was I, as I was I, as I was gonna record, I was like fuck, I haven't ate dick all fucking day. I need a fucking I need a fucking go get some food. I was gonna order some Uber Eats. JV's like fuck it, let's just go get some food. That way you know you feel me. Spend $80 on Uber Eats because these fucking apps be expensive as fuck. DoorDash, Uber Eats, and the fucked up thing is that I don't drive, so it's easy for me when I'm at work. Just order something real quick or whatever and shit, but that shit gets fucking expensive, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, obviously, me as a fat motherfucker, one thing I'm going to do is spend money on food. So, like, if, 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 I, if I had to, like, I, I was putting off buying some hoodies for the winter because I think there was, like, two years in a row where I just used the same shit from the last winter, you feel me? But this year, I was like, no, I need to buy some new shit, like, my you know, black hoodies start to fade. Some hoodies start to get goofy, especially the way I move. You know, the way I smoke, I'm always ashing all my shit. There's a fucking burn mark in my shit. There's a hole in my shit. So I always got to replace either T-shirts or hoodies. <clears throat> so I was like, I'm going to buy myself a new, some new hoodies this season, you know. And, and, and I was waiting. And I was waiting because I was like, damn, like, like, like uh, to, to, to waste money in a peda, to waste money on food, I drop whatever, dog. I've dropped up to like damn near $100 on Uber Eats orders and God knows how much on pedas, bro. If I could get all the money I ever spent. Do you ever, you ever have those stupid ass thoughts where you're like, how much money would I have in my bank account if I got everything I ever spent in my life back in my bank account right now? You feel me? Like, bro, I, my shit would be in the millions. I did. I never even generated millions in my life. But my spending for some reason would be in the millions. They're like, nigga, I don't even know how you spent that much money on pedas. You never even made that much money. But that's 
that's how much of a piece of shit I am, dog. But anyway, so when it comes to like spending money on that shit, like I fucking blow it. When it comes to buying myself a hoodie, I be thinking about that shit, bro. I was I went out this weekend. I had a fucking show in Chicago. Shout out to everybody that came out. Laugh now, cry later, which is one of the best shows, independent shows in Chicago. That's not at a comedy club. Uh, the homie Gabriel Alviso and myself run that show, and every fucking month has been sold out. This month was no fucking different, and and I even did some new jokes I'm working on. It was it was fucking fun, but anyway, point is that it was like fucking twenty something degrees outside, and I didn't have a fucking hoodie because I think I lost one of my hoodies at the Laugh Factory on Thanksgiving. I left my other fucking jacket at my parents' crib. This one fat bitch came over, and I'm just kidding, but I let this bitch borrow my hoodie, and uh, she never gave it back. And now we don't even talk, so it's like. I'm going to be like, hey, can I get my shit back? You feel me? I'm not that type of guy, so I'd rather just leave it at that. So I have no fucking hoodies that fit me right now besides, like, I have, like, this Polo Ralph, nice little Polo Ralph, um, little, like, I don't, it's not like a Letterman jacket, but, but it's, like, kind of like one of them little, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? One of them little bomber type of style of jackets and shit. But the thing is, I got that bitch at work, bro, and I fucking... Uh, the other day I spilled, I think I spilled some shit and I cleaned it up with that fucking jacket. But that jacket was like 150 bucks, bro. I bought it at the fat motherfucker store right here in, uh, uh, next to the CC's at the, at the, on New York Street and uh, 59, bro, at the DXL and shit. But, and you know what? That's, that's a, oh, first of all, that's a whole different, different monopoly that we could talk about real quick because I feel like, it's like the diet, like motherfuckers in the motherfuckers in this world hate fat people, including myself. But hold on, let me finish. Like they made motherfucking insulin expensive as fuck. So if you got diabetes, you better have insurance, or you better have money, or not, you dying, bitch. You losing toes every year until you don't got shit left, and then you die. And then if you if you fucking uh. Especially when it comes to clothes, that shit be marked up like a motherfucker. Unless you go shop at Ross and you can find something that's super cheap, you might be able to find some Peter Griffin type of pants or some goofy shit like that. But even then, it's not like that, that, that shit that be at Ross, they be having like one or two things and it be some goofy shit most of the time. So if I gotta, if I want to find something that looks nice, you feel me? Like I got to go to the DXL. They used to be a mom and pop big and tall right here next to Fox and Hound on New York and uh 59 but they fucking shut down and uh, that shit sucks because they used to give me discounts all the fucking time but anyway point is that these people make this fucking clothes expensive as shit and i understand you know what i'm saying like like some 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 of the bigger clothes takes a little bit more money to make or not money but like yeah i guess money and also more more cloth or whatever but on that moment it's not like you're fucking going from making a 2xl to making a car cover nigga like it's fucking it's not that big of a difference it shouldn't be a price hike that's 70 percent markup you feel me but they know that my fat ass can't walk into macy's or can't walk into jc penny i can't just buy a double legs hoodie because it ain't gonna fit and if it fit it's gonna fit one time because that bitch gonna shrink on me and me as a fat motherfucker i always feel like shit is shrinking on me but it don't be shrinking i just be getting bigger dog <laughs> but but the fucking um so so anyway when i when i go like if i gotta buy a, a pair of pants it's gonna be 70 dollars if i gotta buy a fucking if i want to buy a hoodie a hoodie's gonna be like 100 120 dog so point is i was putting off on that's why i fuck with first image people be like oh why are you always talking about first image and first image this and first image that Bro, you think I like those Chinese people? No, I'm just kidding, but it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not because their clothes is good quality. Obviously, we know First Image is not good quality. Like, if you're going to buy something there, it's most likely going to be a one-time wear. You're going to fucking throw it out. Even if it's, 
so, you know, even if you're a girl buying clothes at first image, you might get a little nice outfit for the club, for the black door, for the fucking whatever, for the night of. But then you're not going to wear that shit again. That shit is cheap. It's going to rip. It's going to, once you wash it, it's going to look dingy as fuck. It's going to look goofy. Same thing with the t-shirts. I, I When I buy t-shirts at first image, I don't wear them multiple times. I usually wear them one time and I might wear it one more time to clean the house. But usually, you know what? I use my black t-shirts. People always ask me like, you're always buying black t-shirts. Where the, what the fuck? Do you just stockpile them bitches? Do you have a fucking uh, a storage unit full of black shirts? No, fuck no. I wear them one time to a show or to an event, whatever the fuck I'm going to do. And then the next time they get used is when I'm cleaning the bathroom, maybe clean the toilet with that bitch or when I'm cleaning. It's cleaning something. When I'm, you, do, you do dishes, you know, sometimes you do dishes and you leave water everywhere. Wipe that bitch down with a first image shirt and then you throw it out. That's, that's the life cycle of a first image shirt. Pop out party throw up on it maybe clean that clean 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 up and that's it for you throw that shit out dog so that's why i fuck with first image because they're not fucking me well i guess they are fucking me a little bit because i used to buy shirts there for 4.99 then i get it i got a little bit bigger so they had to charge me a little extra seven seven dollars six ninety nine you know now them bitches are like at 8.99 damn near nine dollars for sure but i get it inflation but if anything is y'all fault why everything's inflated, y'all brought that fucking coronavirus over here anyway, bitch. But anyway, I uh, that's the life cycle of a first image t-shirt. Back to what I was saying, though. Um, I, I fucking... So anyway, point is that I didn't want to spend the 120 on the fucking... On the fucking, on the fucking hoodie, uh, and, and eventually, um, eventually I did. And you know, the only reason I even did, bro, it's funny, because I got to talk to you guys about this a little bit, so... Um, I, I fucking, uh, I, I, you know, I told you guys last time I was talking on the podcast, I was like, you know, I'm getting some gigs that are going to start to pay a little bit more money than what I'm used to making for a gig, you know, and all this shit. And as soon as I, I put out that podcast, that same fucking week, I got hit up by a marketing agency, a marketing company. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you start getting messages on Instagram. I mean, I used to get them when I didn't have any followers either. So I know that most of y'all still get them, whether it's, you know, boost your Instagram or some motherfuckers try to pay you for feet pictures you always there's always some type of scam going on there's always some type of dumb shit messaging you the bots are going crazy now all, all those bitches that be posting titties and all it don't even be no real bitch trying to sell pussy it just be bots and that's the shit that pisses me off like if you posting titties on instagram but it's a real page and you hustling salute you feel me do your thing queen but most of these bitches be bots they be having no followers and, and i ain't gonna lie these bitches be showing more love than some of y'all bitches because they be liking my story and shit these bots are evolving bro i got bots liking my story i'm out here like damn maybe i just need to start dating one of these fucking bots but anyway point is um they they this this this, this company hit me up but they were it wasn't a bot it was you know they were verified they had like 2.4 million followers and shit and they they said they found my page and that they wanted to um they wanted to work with me regarding posting an ad on on my on my Instagram page, and I've had a few people hit me up, but it's never really worth it. You know, it's always like some bullshit, or it's a it's a local rapper. Like, hey, bro, how much you charge? Like, thirty dollars? Can you post my song? I'm like, bro, I would never, I would never put, I would never sell out, bro. I would never do that type of bullshit to my followers. I would never support something that I don't believe in. But then this motherfucking company was like, hey, if you make one post on your motherfucking Instagram and TikTok, we'll give you a thousand dollars, bro. I was like, nigga, 
I'll post whatever, bro. Y'all want me to post Balenciaga's new clothes? I'll post that shit. Y'all want me to make a video saying I support Balenciaga and child pornography? I'll post that shit, bitch. I don't give a fuck. I, I was quick to sell out, bro. But they were like, nah, don't do all that shit, fat bitch. Just, I, we just need you to put a fucking uh, a, a, a preview of a movie. The movie's called Angry Neighbors. By the way, go watch it. Uh, released December 2nd <laughs> on iTunes and everywhere you can get movies, bitch. And see, the the $1,000 still got me promoting that shit. I already, I already cashed out. I already spent the money. I already, I already, I'm already done with the deal, but I'm still promoting it. You feel me? $1,000. Look what the money make a bitch do. You feel me? But anyway, so... I couldn't believe it. I was like, bro, these motherfuckers talking about they finna pay me a, a stack to post that shit. And I, I, I got, you know, I got some, I got some, in, I got some advice from JV. I hit up also, shout out my homie El Chavo JP. He also kind of gave me a little bit of a, you know, he, he, he used to, he used to do um, this exactly, this marketing stuff for, for a big YouTube channel. You know, I think they had like a, over 300,000 subscribers on that YouTube channel. And these motherfucking companies were paying them up to $10,000 to promote their ad. He's like, bro, you're not quite at 300,000, but you got a significant following. So he's like, send me your analytics. I'll take a look at everything and I'll give you a decent, a decent price tag that you should put on your marketing. I was like, all right. You know, I sent him everything and he got back to me. He's like, bro, I think that you should accept no less than a thousand dollars for this, for, for this ad. And I was like a thousand dollars. Even me, I felt like, you know, sometimes you don't feel like you're worth something, you know, you, you got to know your worth. Everybody always talks about knowing your worth, but I have a very big problem. Like if you, me, sometimes I feel like I don't deserve anything that I'm getting. Like there's a part of me that, you know, it's like, fuck yeah. Like I've been putting in work to be where I am. But then there's also a part of me, you know, that self doubt, the shit that's like, why, you know, I don't even deserve this. Like I'm a piece of shit. Like it's a, you know, you feel me, you know, and, and you're, you don't be sure about it, you know? And, uh, and I know sometimes people DM me and they're like, bro, sometimes new comedians DM me. They're like, bro, I love your confidence that you display on stage and looks like you're just so natural with it but don't get me wrong bro that shit is is not it's not all there you feel me like there's times where i doubt myself there's times where i beat myself up about certain shit so it's it, you feel me like it's it's still a work in progress or pro, in process whatever whatever fuck it is but anyway point is that he told me like no less than a thousand and i was like all right fuck it you know i was like you know this movie doesn't even look like something i'd be interested in i'm not even in this movie so the worst they can say is no, you feel me? So I was like, fuck it, you know, shoot or shoot. So I told him, you know, I, I kind of made a little, kind of made a little bit of a, 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 of a paragraph, you know, I was like, you know what? Well, you know, I, I, you know, I usually do these type of things for a thousand to $1,500, depending on how many posts you want me to make. You know, I made it sound professional. Y'all know me. I work in the office during the day. You feel me? So I know how to sound professional. I'll be, I'll be putting emails together and shit. Don't let that, don't let this podcast fool you. Don't let my stand up fool you. I'm not a dumb nigga, even though I say I am. I am a dumb nigga, but but like if I'm not as dumb as people think. Sometimes I play dumb a little bit, but I, I so I put this whole thing together. I sent it to them, and uh, they got back to me. They're like, you know what? Um, they're like, fifteen hundred is fifteen hundred is probably a little bit. You know, fifteen hundred is a little bit more. But how about we do a thousand? We'll give you a thousand for this single post. And, you know, depending on the performance of it or, or whatever the case may be, you know, we'll, we'll send you way more stuff. Like you could, you'll have, you know, you could, you know, it, it'll be more, you know, if, if I can get two of these thousand dollar ads a month, I mean, that would be a blessing. You feel me? So I was like, fuck it. I'll take the, I, I, I acted like I had to settle. I was like, yeah, I'll take the thousand this time. Bitch ass niggas. I ain't never seen a thousand in my life. So I was like, fuck it. They, they, so, um, then there was kind of a little bit of a delay on there and, you know, they didn't get back to me right away, but they had already asked me for like my payment information and everything. 
And next thing I know, I just fucking get a notification. Boom, $1,000 in your shit. I was like, damn. So then I started, you know, you don't really believe something until you see it. You feel me? So then I started getting on. I was like, all right, fuck it, JV. We got we to gotta start editing this ad. Let's post it on, on the TikTok. Let's post it on the Instagram. And sure enough, yeah, man, I posted the ad. Obviously, you know, when it comes to ads, they don't perform as well as, like, the content people are there to see. You know, if people people like my page for the stand-up. You know, if I post a fucking preview of a movie, it's not going to perform as well or as good but regardless they don't pay you for that they just pay you for having it on your fucking feed so i fucking posted it you know and uh people right away were commenting they're like are you in the movie or what the fuck like i'm not in the movie i don't know what the fuck the movie's about i probably never watched that bitch i ain't gonna lie to y'all i guess cheech and chong or not cheech and chong but cheech from cheech and chong is in it um so you know he's also in the 70 shows or whatever and um yeah there's, there's you know it's it's a straight to dvd movie or whatever but regardless um you know i made the post and it was pretty fucking it's pretty fucking dope to, to you know to start you know you, you hear about influencers and I, I hate to call myself an influencer but you hear about you know social people that have a social media preference pre- presence make this type of money you know some 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 people that are in the millions of followers make upwards of you know ten thousand dollars and more per post so you know shit sounds unrealistic until the money until the money hit the account, you're like, God damn, I'll do whatever the fuck y'all need me to do, God damn it. Don't make it too, because I start sucking dicks, bitch. But regardless, it was, it was it was a blessing, you know what I'm saying? And it was... Anyway, point is, all this to say that because I got this money in my account, I ordered my hoodies. <laughs> so my hoodies should be coming in. I bought them on Amazon because I didn't feel like going to the fat nigga store. Well, they should be here tomorrow, so it's done. <laughs> But they should have been here today, I think. But is no, no, no. I didn't pay extra for nothing. Fuck all that. But they should be here. Um, they should be here tomorrow. I bought myself a. I bought myself the same hoodie I had last year. So if you see me, bitch, it's a new one. I had to restock it. It's the Carhartt hoodie. You feel me? Even though I don't do no Carhartt shit, I got the Carhartt hoodie because the material. I mean, you can't deny it. It's buena calidad. You feel me? Because I can't. Like I, I buy. I'll buy a shirt at first image, but I'm not finna buy no fucking hoodie at first image. You buy a hoodie at first image, them bitches start linting up like a motherfucker. So then, pica de la verga un chingo. Like that shit just not even comfortable whatsoever, dog. So anyway, I got that, and then I also got me a, a classic fat motherfucker hoodie, a champion hoodie. You feel me? I haven't had a great hoodie in a minute, so. But myself a great hoodie and the reason i'm making these announcements because you're probably gonna see me wearing these bitches all of the way through fucking april whenever it stopped getting cold you know we got climate change and shit so you never know it might be warm one day it might be freezing fucking cold the next day and that's the thing about chicago you can leave in a hoodie to work and you come back in shorts bitch you don't know what the fuck the weather's gonna be it's gonna it's like that cat williams joke where he's like chicago i don't know what the fuck wrong with y'all weather i'm out here in timberland boots swimming shorts a jacket and an umbrella, because I nigga don't know what to expect or some shit. Like, I don't know. It's a great bit from Cat Williams in, in the uh, American Hustle movie and comedy special. But anyway, so yeah, that, that was that was pretty dope. You feel me? I was, uh, that was, I feel like it was a little bit of a, of a moment for me. I was like, damn, this is my, my first official ad and shit or whatever. So that, that was, that was a dope time. And then I actually, and I was glad I got that money because I was supposed to, and I, I don't mean, I don't mean to take a talk about finances or anything like that, but this is just entertaining that you feel me just so you guys can see how the week's been but i got that and then uh, i was supposed to do this private event 
Uh, I guess it's not really a private event, but it was like a sneakers and weed convention show. I promoted it a little bit last week, and that show was supposed to pay me a little bit over three hundred dollars, and uh, that show got canceled. So obviously, you know, show gets canceled, you don't get paid. I got to keep the deposit and everything, but but still, it's like fuck. Like if I was counting on that bread, I would have been fucked. You feel me? So um, it uh, you know, it, it worked out for the best. You know, I also I also did another private gig. I did a. This is the second time I do this private gig. It's a. ISU alumni for anybody that goes to Illinois State University down in Normal, Illinois. I know there's a few people that uh, that I went to school with that went to that college or, or university or whatever. But um, I've never, I honestly have never been there. But I heard the parties go crazy. I've never really. That shit's not really my scene. I fucking hate white people. I fucking hate college students. But regardless, um, the, 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 this is like an alumni thing. It's not. It's not like current students, but it's like people that were there. You know, in the 90s, early 2000s and shit like that. It was young people, it was older people. But they, they hosted this event at the, the Tamale Hut Cafe in Riverside, Illinois. And it's a small it's a small little cafe place. They usually have anywhere between, I'd probably say, 30 to 40 people. And I did it last year. It was a lot of fun. I did it this year. It was a lot of fucking fun. And uh, that, so that was that was really cool. And then they, they brought us hella beer. So fucking drank a shitload. And uh, it was fun. Then Saturday, I did. we didn't do, again, we didn't do that the private, the the cushion kicks event but we did do the laugh now cry later shout out to everybody who came out there's some people that uh you know that listen to this that came out so i was happy to see you guys if you guys want to see a good show that's a great show latin xl um we won't be having a latin xl this month because it's the holidays so the laugh factory calendar is a little bit goofy next next month there will be a latin xl but we're actually going to be in the layer around that time so i won't be there but regardless if you guys want to go let me know i'll get you guys some fucking tickets but anyway moving on with the podcast episode man there's a lot of crazy shit that's happened this week dog number one uh mexico got uh got fucked in the mundial we talked about it last week you know i was like they're gonna play on wednesday they're gonna be playing uh um, who the fuck? Uh, I they play Saudi Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they're gonna play Saudi Arabia. And the thing is that because of the point system and how the tournament works, basically Mexico had to score like four goals in order to fucking in order to fucking make it, or Argentina had to score um, like I think I believe three. And then met, so anyway, point is that. Mexico's always that team that's depending on... We always have to clinch it. We never could just be straight through to the next phase. We always got to wait for one motherfucker to lose a game or to score a goal in order to bump us up and help us make it. That's why we never make it to the end because we barely make it past the fucking group stage. So, um... This specific game, Argentina was playing with, uh... Versus Poland and, uh... Mexico was playing with Saudi Arabia. And we thought... We knew it was going to be... Maybe a dub because Saudi Arabia whooped Argentina, and um, oh sorry that 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 meant it was probably going to be a little bit of a harder game. Sorry, so so we, we weren't really we weren't really too sure how this game was going to work out, right? So anyway, point is that there were the the, the game ended up being two. 2-0 toward, towards the and then Mexico was playing hella offensive. They kept they kept getting to the fucking goal. They missed a whole bunch of fucking goals in my opinion. I think they I think we could have done the 4-0 easy, you feel me? But these motherfuckers suck ass at fucking and again it's me, a four hundred pound man talking about how the some of the best soccer players in the country of Mexico are too slow and suck, but I don't give a fuck. The passion in me talking, bro. These motherfuckers, uh, they scored two goals, you know. And, and, and we're, if we would have scored one more because of the amount of goals Argentina scored, we would have been straight. 
But these motherfuckers, bro, they couldn't get the last the last goal in. And then, of course, Saudi Arabia comes in and puts the fucking nail in the coffin. They score a goal, so now the fucking game is 2-1. And we were hoping that Argentina made a goal. And Argentina actually had a fucking penalty kick that Messi missed. If, he would, if Messi would have made that penalty, we would have still fucking advanced to the next round. But because Messi missed a fucking penalty kick, we couldn't advance to the next round. And people were fucking talking shit. They were like, Messi did that shit on purpose because of Canelo's bitch as he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Talking all that fucking shit. Messi fucking got us kicked out. But anyway, we did that shit to ourselves. And and, and it fucking sucks, you know? And I see, this fa- I see this fucking Facebook status after the game that was like... Uh, Oh, it's okay. My real country's still in the World Cup, parentheses, USA. My parents are the only ones that are from Mexico. Fuck them. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm the same. I'm a, you feel me? I was like, I'm on the same shit, gang. And then, of course, fucking USA got fucking completely butt-fucked and eliminated right away. So all them fucking white boys that were in Qatar yelling out, it's called soccer, all got to get a flight back home and eat a dick because... We all got eliminated, you feel me? And uh, it's funny because every interview, you know, there's a lot of these influencers in Qatar and they're doing interviews with people leaving the stadium, coming from the stadiums. And they're like, they're like, what do you think about, what do you think about Mexico? And they're like, oh yeah, me-. there's some Argentinian guys. And they were like, oh yeah, Mexico, pal, pal fútbol no sirve. You know how they talk, pal fútbol no sirve. Uh, every Argentinian just reminds me of Excelsia from, from, uh, from the Familia Peluche, the maid from Familia Peluche. But anyway, um. Is it Excelsior or Excelsior? Something like that. I don't know. But anyway. Um, yeah, so, so so they were like, yeah, para el boxeo son buenos los mexicanos, pero para el fútbol son bien pendejos, basically, is what he said. And I was like, and everybody, I was like, damn, they're going to be in the comments doing a race war. But now all the paisas in the comments were like, yeah, we agree. You're right. We fucking suck. I was like, all right, well, fuck it. At least, at least we own that shit, you know? A lot of people want to blame it on the coach, but... Hey, man, they're a team. They got to take that shit together. They take that L together. And then Brazil smoked the shit out of South Korea today. I don't even know what the final score was. I stopped watching when it was 4-0. So they fucking obliviated them. They were like, they're like, damn, uh, Brazil's beating the fuck out of BTS. <laughs> but uh, this shit was fucking, uh, that shit was funny, man. Shout out to Brazil. Them bitches play dirty as fuck. But anyway, that's how, that's how they are, man. The Brazilians, you got to watch out with them. Um Anyway, so that was that was kind of big. You know, we're still we're still following the World Cup and see where that goes. I ain't gonna lie. Now that you know, now that any team that I would potentially cheer for is out, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Messi get the fucking get the fucking uh, get the get the World Cup W. You feel me? Because I'm still cheering for anybody that's Latino. You feel me? Like that's not gonna change as long as motherfucking like. As long as one of them European countries win, I think it's a dub for Latinos. You feel me? I feel like it's about time that a fucking Latino wins, but probably France gonna whoop everybody. But anyway, um, regardless, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. And then the, this is a fucking huge story all over the news. And I hate I hate that I keep talking about this motherfucker, but he just keeps fucking making himself something to talk about. And Kanye West again, he's fucking killing it. And I feel like. I feel like a lot of Mexicans, a lot of Latinos are kind of uh, out of the loop with what he's doing and don't really phase us because, again, he's talking about Jewish people right now. And I feel like Latinos don't don't identify with Jewish people right now or ever, you know, so they don't really ever. I, I feel like uh, in, in, in my the timeline that because I, I have like two different timelines, I have a. You know, I have a Facebook timeline that is mostly comedians, mostly white people, a lot of Jewish people, because I do have a lot of Jewish friends that are comics, and uh, 
you know, back back in the day, like when we were going to East, I didn't have not. I don't think not one Jewish person went to East, like as far as a student goes, and, and, and so I didn't even know any Jewish people until you know I got in the comedy game. Now I got white friends, I got Jewish friends, I got whatever you know. So they're a little bit more passionate about. When Kanye West, you know, talks shit about the Jewish people or when somebody, you know, talks shit about the Jewish, uh, about the Jews, they kind of, you know, I, got, I got, it's not rare for me to see a paragraph on Facebook from a comedian talking about fuck Kanye and all this bullshit, you know. And I also have a lot of black friends, a lot of, a lot of friends that are ride or die for Kanye, a lot of people that feel like, yeah, the Jews own the banks, the Jews uh, control the media, you know, like there's, there's two, there, there's, I, I literally get to see both where where the, where the where the line splits, you know, down the middle, and and it's crazy to see both sides because you don't know who to support in a way, you know, like black people are like, hey, yeah, but we were enslaved, like you can't talk about how we never suffered because you know we were enslaved, you know, our people were beaten, you know, they were raped, and and just all kinds of stuff, which is very true, you know, America and the world did treat black people like horribly, you know, throughout you know throughout history shows throughout. History, decades and decades of torture and, 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 you know, pushing these people down. But, of course, the Jewish people also went through the fucking Holocaust, you know, where they were literally rounding them up and putting them in gas chambers, killing them, starving them, torturing them, like, doing science experiments on them. You know, you hear, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've done a fucking Holocaust, uh, you know, project in school or whatever, you know, because I'm pretty sure none of us are really searching this shit up ourselves on our spare time. But these, these people used to go through, like, science, like, fucking Hitler used to order his Nazis to... Um, Try to you know to, to change I try to change the eye color of Jewish people. They were injected with like food dye or or just different shit. Trying to make people's eyes blues and sh blue and shit. You feel me? Like we all can't have colored eyes. We all can't be chins out here, bitch. You feel me? Like some motherfuckers just get the brown eyes, dog. But anyway, so what I, what I'm trying to get at is that like I try to um I try not to pick a side in between. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm I'm all for what's right. You know, obviously. Anybody like Kanye West who can sit down with Alex Jones, who Alex Jones, by the way, doesn't have any credibility. He's already a fucking uh, uh, that guy. SSC way, SSC también pendejo. That motherfucker talking like he's one of those guys that pisses me off because they're all super conspiracy. Like I hate. I like a good conspiracy theory. Don't get me wrong. I'll have a good conversation about something. But some motherfuckers that pass on the verga, they believe all the conspiracy theories. I mean, to a point where you got where you got a. You're fucking getting sued for billions of dollars because you say that um, you say that the Sandy Hook shooting didn't happen when you got parents of these kids that had to sit through court, had to sit through, had to sit through news articles, uh, you know, had to lose their child. Most importantly, you know, to to something so fucked up and something so tragic, you know, and a, a national tragedy at that. And then you got this one fat motherfucker who's just on TV talking about. Oh yeah, that didn't happen. That's fucking the government planned that. These 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 victims are actors. Imagine your fucking son dies, bro, or your daughter dies in school because some fucking no pussy getting ass motherfucker walk in there and spray that shit like a Call of Duty mission. That's fucked up also for me saying that. My bad. But anyway, he come in that motherfucker, kill your kid. Oh, my God. I'm sick in the fucking head. But you feel me? Like, he come in there and kill the kids. And then, uh, I don't know why I keep saying that shit, but he come in there and do what he got to do. <laughs> all right. All right. That's enough. He, he come in. Alguien se comió mi torta. All right. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Please don't cancel me. Have y'all find this podcast. Don't fucking sue me for billions, cause I ain't got it. 
I ain't got it. I got about $13 left of my thousand from the movie ad. So don't, don't, don't do that. But, um, yeah, so, like, imagine, and you see this motherfucker on TV talking about this shooting didn't happen when you fucking lost your child in that tragic event, you feel me? Obviously, you're going to sue that motherfucker. Obviously, you're going to do whatever the fuck you can so this motherfucker doesn't have a platform anymore. And anyway, I don't know how he still does, but I think it's because he owns the fucking network, so you can't really take somebody's platform when they own that bitch. But, um... So this guy, uh, he had Kanye West on after, you know, Kanye West has been doing a little bit of a media run ever since he begun to get canceled. And I mean, that's why he even got canceled because he was already doing a media run, doing stunts and, and being a goofy. So anyway, he goes on Alex Jones and he said, there's a few different quotes, you know, that he says. And look, people are going to tell you, you got to watch the whole thing because there's just clips. And there's the same thing that they say about Andrew Excuse me. About Andrew Tate. Like, you got to watch the whole thing because the media just clips out the bad parts and then you watch that and that's your perspective or whatever. I get it, man. I get it. Sometimes you you do got to watch the full thing. But when you get quoted and there's a video of you saying, Hitler's cool. You know, like, there's nothing about Hitler that's cool. You can't tell me. Not even that his haircut is not cool. His mustache is not cool. Nothing about Hitler is cool. Like, if Hitler had, like, eight Bugattis, even then, it'd still be like, I don't know, bro. I don't think he cool. You feel me? Like, I just, that, that's not a word we would use to describe Hitler. You feel me? Like, and, and to say that he kind of agrees with some of the things that Hitler was saying, like, what could you possibly be agreeing with? You feel me? Like, yeah, you do got to gas a little bit of these motherfuckers up or what? You feel me? That's, it's just all fucked up shit. You, like, it's just, it's, it's not right. So, anyway, so he goes on TV and does all that bullshit. And so now people are dragging him even more. And, um, you know, it, it just sucks because it's like we just went through a a, a, a division of, of the country, you know, between, you know, whether it was Latinos and white people, black people and white people. I mean, we've always been a little bit split up. But, you know, when Donald Trump came into office, which, again, is not I'm not shitting on Trump or whatever, but I'm saying when you have somebody with that much power and he's got all these dumbass followers that just kind of agree with anything he says, I feel like Kanye West has a very similar type of following. These the people that fuck with Kanye West, it's almost like a cult. And they will agree with him until the day that guy dies just because just because that motherfucker made some music that people feel nostalgic about, motherfuckers will fucking swing off his nuts. Uh, like, he can literally say anything. At this point, he's proven it. He can say anything, and his people will still fuck with him, you know? There's a few people that kind of, like, all right, started backing up with this last interview he did with Alex Jones. They're like, all right, that's, you know, when you start talking about Hitler's, Hitler might have been right. Yeah, there's a little bit of issues that, you know what I'm saying? But so I'm glad to see the people waking up and shit, like, realize you can't just support any bullshit. But, um, but yeah, man, it, 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 it's fucking crazy. So we just came back. Like, I feel like the country was just starting to kind of, you know, kind of start to be a country again. Then we got people like Kanye West that comes and now he's got, you know, a lot of black followers, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of people that, and, and it's not people that are wrong. It's just people that, that just, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when your people have been oppressed so long. And, and they try to oppress, they, they try to silence Kanye. You want to back him up. You got to, like, oh, hell no. The media just wants to, you know, I get where you're coming from. But sometimes you got to realize, bro, these people burn their own bridges. You, It's not always just about race. Sometimes that motherfucker is just an idiot. You feel me? And I feel like that's the case. And it's sad because Kanye is from Chicago. Kanye, you know, he's he had one of the most, I mean, he literally came into the fashion game. I remember when Kanye was about, I remember Kanye was only had his 
Nike Yeezy, the first one. You feel me? And, and, and he had a, I think he had a pair of Louis Vuittons as well that came out a long time ago, way before any of this Adidas shit. And he talked about how he was going to come into fashion and how he was going to shake shit up in a real way. Not in a, because people, like, know, at first when people, Kanye started putting clothes out, people considered it to be merch, like Yeezy merch. But he's like, this is not merch. This is like fashion. You feel me? This is, the, even if you don't listen to my music, I want you to rock this shit because you like it. And I feel like he was getting to that point. You know, everybody's running around with foam runners. Everybody's got Yeezy 350s. Everybody, you know, everybody, like that's, it, 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 he really did become a fashion icon. And to see him just kind of fucking twist and burn this shit down like that, it kind of sucks. You know, it's like, fuck. Like, you were already doing so well, you feel me? But I don't know, I guess... I guess you get to a point where you get so rich, you just start stop giving a fuck, you know. At first, if, at first, when he first started spazzing out, probably about let's say a month and a half ago, when he when he first lost his Adidas, when he went when he went on Drink Champs and first lost that Adidas deal, we already knew that Kanye was trying to get out of that fucking deal. He already said that he wanted to get out of that Adidas deal because they were starting to fuck with him. Adidas started putting out shoes that looked similar to his without the Yeezy brand and now they're just making money for the people that can't afford the Yeezys they're gonna buy the Adidas you know the one that looked just like it and Adidas gets to pocket that money and Kanye don't make no money off of it so Kanye's like how is my own company the, the company you know that's helping me also stealing from me you know so I, I guess I, I get where that came from so he kind of I felt like it was kind of one of those stunts where he's like he's just gonna get as crazy as possible so that these deals drop him and he's independent again but once he became independent as far as like in the in the in the fashion sense, he still kept going. He's still going right now. So I don't know what this guy's end goal is. You know, it almost reminds me of like um, uh, Putin. How do you say his name? Putin from Russia, because Putin Putin supposedly they they say that motherfucker's dying, bro. They say that motherfucker's on his last leg of life. And, uh, and he's supposed to be already basically just, just, just supposedly, I don't, I read an article. I don't know how true this is. I read an article that he fell down and he shit himself, but I, I, I don't know how true that is. Cause I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know if that means you're at the end of your life. Cause I've, I've shit myself a few times. I didn't even have to fall. I just shit myself. So I, I, I don't know if this is supposed to be, uh, just some media shit, you know, but supposedly that that motherfucker's already, yeah, he, he's not all the way there. He's a little sick or whatever. So they're saying that all this havoc he's created in Ukraine and all this crazy shit is doing with Brittany Garner. I mean, that supposedly is just so his, you know, everybody cares about a legacy. I could never give a shit about a legacy, bro. Like, I, you know, that, that type of shit, that's like cycle shit, in my opinion. Like, to me... Like, all I want in, as an entertainer, as a comedian, as a podcaster, I just want people to enjoy me while I'm here. Let me live a life that I can enjoy while I'm here. Again, I don't even want to be, I don't want to be Kanye Rich and multi-millions. And, you know, I want to have a few million, you know, have a nice house, have a nice car, have a nice family, have to make sure the people around me are doing well, doing good, and, and be able to feed the people around you, and that's it, bro, I don't, I, don't, I don't need, you know what I'm saying, crazy amounts of money, I don't need people to remember me for years to come, like, fuck all that, bro, people come and go, there's people, there's somebody that's gonna come right after you and be more influential, more, you know what I'm saying, whatever the fuck you wanna call it, and and I feel like that's, with me, as long as I, you know, can live happily doing what I love, that will make me more than happy, bro. But there's some people that are just so narcissistic that they have to, like, it's the same thing. I think Trump, Kanye, and Putin can all 
be put into the same category as far as like people who really want their fucking legacy and their name to live on. That's why Trump has his name on everything, you know, like he wants to be remembered. And it is, I don't know, to me, that's goofy as fuck. But regardless, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know how these guys brains work. You know, there's there's different type of people. There's different type of uh mindsets in this world you know and they're, they're, they're get, there's a point where some people get so crazy that that's why they are so successful because their mind just works so differently but if you just keep going at it you might crash out and burn and you'll see some shit like this happen you feel me so we'll see where this Kanye shit goes and and what happens from here but I mean I don't I don't I can't admit I, I don't know but again it's Kanye you you can't count him out you feel me because he's done crazy shit where he's canceled shows for his followers he's literally been in arenas where he'll come out do one song and then be like oh I don't feel good I'm out and he leaves and the, the people are like what the fuck we paid hundreds of dollars for these I remember he did that for the Pablo tour and you know, people still bought tickets and went to see him again the next time they could. Like it, it didn't fuck shit up for him at all. So he's recovered for some from some pretty crazy shit. So I, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, I guess next, you know, for him, I guess I don't know. I don't know. Is he is he is he able to to save his career? What do you guys think? Hit me up. You know, let me know because I, I have no idea what where do you go from here. You feel me? Like, but anyway, we'll we'll, we'll see what. We'll see what happens. And speaking about now that I'm talking about celebrities and and all this other shit, I want to talk about this because I feel like you know one thing I hate, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I've been I've been this before. One thing I hate is a cult following, of for for anything, you know, for especially for for artists, you know. I feel like it's goofy. Stands get on my nerves, you know, like. Eminem came up with that term, uh, the stand term, when he made that song, you know. But, 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 I mean, you you see people like NBA YoungBoy who have these this following that just will ride or die for him. Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, um, I mean Kanye West, you know, Playboy Cardi, all these people that are just obsessed with this person. And I'm not gonna lie, there were for those of you guys that know me, you know, in high school and know me from back in the day, I know that y'all know that I was fucking with the weekend heavy. Like my first tattoo when I was 16 years old, it's been 10 years. It was it was an XO tattoo on my chest, and you know, because I was I would love the weekend. I was and I get what it is. It's not because you fuck with that person so much. It's because a lot of times people are going through dark times or something where where they feel like they need somebody. And sometimes all you have is music. You know, there was a podcast back then. And if there was, it was not something wildly popular. You know, feel me? Like nobody was listening to podcasts back then. You feel me? Like the Joe Rogan started like in 09. 2010 and i mean even then he said that for like the first few years he had like less than 100 listeners type shit you know so it, it, it was some it, that wasn't a thing you know youtube yes you know a lot of people spend a lot of time on youtube and shit but i remember when i graduated high school 2014 east aurora um i moved to chicago and i was living by my not by myself i was living i was living in like the closet of my aunt's apartment it was like a half a pantry closet it had a door it had a light but I couldn't put a full twin size bed in there. Like that wouldn't even fit. I had like a bed. I had like a futon to sleep on, and I had about three feet of walking space. That was it. And and, and I went out there because you know I thought I was I wanted to live in Chicago and all this bullshit. But my life wasn't there anymore. Now now I want to move back to Chicago. You know I want to do shit out there. But my life wasn't. You know I, I didn't. I wasn't even doing comedy. I was just out there being an idiot. You feel me? And uh, 
I feel like there was just some shit I was going on in my life at that point. And there was times where I felt real lonely, real sad. And, uh, you know, as a man, you can't be on Twitter. Like, I mean, some people do. More people are more open emotionally now than before. But I wasn't about to go on Twitter like, oh, I need... I need to talk to somebody, you feel me? I'm not gay, but <laughs> but but I would listen to The Weeknd, you know, around that time The Weeknd had Trilogy popping, you know, this is 2014, so it's two years after Trilogy, but I was still bumping Trilogy hard. At this time, I think he probably put out Kissland, so Kissland was, was busting, you feel me? Like, I was, I was going, like, I was playing that shit all fucking day. I would go on walks around the neighborhood or whatever. That's when I was still trying to be active and shit. And I, and I would just listen to that shit front to back. I knew every word to every song type shit. And, and, and it really did like... I, I, everything that the weekend would post on Twitter, I, I'd be on it right away. I'd be literally hanging off his nuts, bro. Like, you know, every, everything I uploaded was the weekend, the weekend. Like I was literally like a, a Stan account, you know? So shout out to everybody that put up with me around that time, because I know that there's people that listen to this and follow me still that had to fucking, you know, literally see me be fucking cringe on Twitter and Instagram, just fucking dick eating the weekend. And, you know, eventually you start, you know, eventually that motherfucker start dropping whack shit when he got, I mean, Beauty Behind the Madness, I was still super fan of. But even then, it's like not, you feel me? It wasn't, um, it, you know, it, 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 you know, shit, you start to grow up. You feel me? You grow up and, and you realize you, your life can't revolve around another motherfucker because that's, you feel me? You just grow up. There's bills to pay and shit like that. So, yeah, he did get me through some dark times. But eventually, you know, you stop being a stan and, and and you move on with your life. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the weekend. I'm proud to see, you know, this motherfucker selling out stadiums. Back then, he when I was listening to him, he came to the Congress Music Hall right there next to the fucking Lincoln Lounge, which I still go by. I was just there this weekend. You feel me? So to see him do go to venues that, you know, maybe fit. 200, 300 people to now do stadiums that fit sometimes up to 80,000 people. He sold out Mexico. He sold out Barcelona. He's doing multiple nights in, you know, stages that I would never imagine you would see him because, again, <coughs> back then he was, <coughs> that back then that motherfucker was doing music about cocaine and fucking bitches. So I was like, this motherfucker will never be mainstream. But obviously when the bag right, when when they hit you up to promote angry neighbors, you turn co professional, you turn corporate. And that's exactly what he did. Now, am I a big fan of that bullshit? No, but I, I'm proud of how far he came. You feel me? He was a motherfucker that was living in a dark space and, and he fucking, you know what I'm saying? Now he's now he's got the hundreds of millions of dollars and all that shit. So I'm happy for him. But again, I you know, you grow up from that type of shit and you don't follow. And the thing is that there's always going to be stands. There's always going to be people that fuck with these people heavy as fuck. And sometimes they change. Sometimes they don't. And what I didn't, I didn't have another, I guess you could say, stand type of moment for another artist until like 2018, 2019, when Juice World came out. When Juice World came uh, to the scene, I, um, you know, you, uh, the first song I heard was uh, All Girls Are the Same when Cole Bennett dropped that, that video, you know, which is, I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, I heard about him before that because that's a lie because Lil Bibby and G Herbo literally got him that video before he was even anybody. So don't, don't fucking sit here and lie. I was literally one of the first people that was fucking with Juice World in Aurora. And I want to say in Chicago and in the world, motherfuckers wasn't fucking with Juice World like that. So when I heard that goodbye and good riddance mixtape, again, I was, 
I was doing drugs really bad, but at that time I wasn't even doing comedy. Like I had barely maybe even started to dabble in comedy, but my life, all, all I was doing in my life was just working at a warehouse, getting a paycheck on a Friday, spending everything on drugs and not even going to parties, not hanging out. I would literally sit in my room and just do drugs by myself, like not writing. There was no, nothing I had to look forward to just doing drugs in my room every weekend and, and maybe party or, or go drink in a garage somewhere real a-town shit, you feel me? Real Aurora shit, you feel me? And uh, yeah, that, that's literally what I was doing, bro. That's literally what I was doing. And when I heard that album for the first time, when when he's got songs like Lean With Me, you feel me? He's got, um, I mean, all kinds of, I don't know, you know all girls. Are, I mean, all, I want to say the singles and shit, but I mean, that one song where he's like, uh, I'm doing cocaine with my black friends. That, that, that song is, uh, yeah. Yeah, those songs is fucking, you know, they're, they're songs that I just literally kept on repeating and repeating and repeating because I was like, oh, like, I, I can relate to this. I fuck with this. And, and and I became a Juice World stand. We went to his first concert ever. The first time he did an actual live performance, it was an Apple concert. It was at the Concord Music Hall right there on Milwaukee Avenue. And uh, it was he didn't even sell tickets. They were free because they didn't even know how many people would show up, you know. And even then, he didn't sell it out, even though it was free. Like, people just, you know, got got the free tickets. And I was lucky enough to get two tickets, me and my sister. I remember, I will never forget, we took the Metro down to, to Western Avenue. We jumped off on Western. We took the bus right there on 18th Street and Western all the way up to uh, Milwaukee and literally got dropped off right in the corner, right? And then... Uh, you know, we, we were there at the concert, saw him perform. I'll upload some videos of that performance at uh, you know, on the Talking My Shit podcast Instagram page. But yeah, it was just it was just a moment that I, I loved, you know, and I, and I could see right away that that kid had potential to become a superstar. You know, I was like the melodies, his energy, his lyrics, like he's different, you know, and he's a Chicago motherfucker. On top of that, so I was ten times cheering for him, you know, and um, eventually, again, the same thing happened. You know, you go mainstream, kind of just. I know I fell off of her from him a little bit. You know, you start get the money, you start to get money. Motherfuckers start to rap about Lambos and penthouses and shit like that. You know, it's just like, when the music becomes unrelatable, you kind of feel you kind of start to fall off a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong, he had bangers still. You know, Empty was a banger. You know, there's there's a lot of different good songs that he had and everything, but it just wasn't the same for me, so I stopped. But the opposite happened for him. He got he started to get an insane amount of followers, an insane amount of support. And in just so little time, he he created, again, another cult-like type of following, bro. And it got to a point where these people still, to this day, to this day, are still riding for him crazy, bro. He They dropped the documentary. They dropped, like, two albums after he died. They still charted. They still went crazy. People still share him now. And there's people that still listen to Juice World every single day. And I don't, I'm not mad at you or nothing. But you guys got to calm the fuck down, bro. People, sometimes with stands, bro, is I feel like they have... They feel like they have more authority and they feel like they have more power than the person who was actually involved in that person's life and that's where i feel like that's where the disconnect happens from a regular supporter to somebody who's just got you know his dick in their mouth the whole fucking time and uh like for example why why, why i even bring this up is because you know his his girlfriend before he died was that girl Allie. and this girl when she was dating him every time i'll see pictures of her she was just wearing baggy clothes looked pretty fucking mid i'm not gonna lie to y'all you go to that bitch page now, she looks fucking fine as fuck. She looked good as fuck. And obviously she got money now. I don't know how much Juice World left her with or whatever, but 
the bitch living good. You feel me? She's no, she's no longer. And I heard somebody else say this, where they say that when a bitch start getting used to living a lifestyle, flying private, you feel me, living in nice condos with views downtown of the city, whatever, you're not going to go back to riding the Metro. You're not going to go back to riding the CTA, the, the public transportation. You, you're you going to find a way to keep living that lifestyle because there's no downgrading, you feel me, especially for girls or women. And I feel like you shouldn't, you feel me? Like, if you could, if you could get it, get it. Fuck it, why not, right? So... She's been living her life, and I guess this girl's like 29 years old, damn near 30, and she just started dating some 18-year-old white boy, and I guess people are mad because they say that she's given the, the boyfriend like old Juice World stuff that was, you know, that belonged to Juice World. now the boy's rocking, you know, he's flexing with Juice World shit or whatever, which at the end of the day, man, if, if, if that girl got to keep that shit that belonged to Juice World. She's got the right to do whatever the fuck she wants with it. If she wants to throw it in the fucking trash, she could do it. If she wants to give it to her new nigga, she could do it. You feel me? Like, who the fuck are y'all to be like, oh, my God, you're disrespectful? Like, bro, that's she knew that motherfucker in real life. She fucking, she fucked him. You feel me? Like, that's her man. Juice was, was her, her man. And, and uh, that's that. Like, motherfuckers feel like they got the authority to, 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 to jump in and just say whatever the fuck they want. And that shit gets real cringe and real fucking annoying, bro. And uh, another thing is that this bitch, I guess she was drunk on live. She just like me for real because I've been drunk on live. And she was on live. And, and I guess at this one of these moments, she was drunk as fuck. And she's like, Juice World didn't even die of an overdose. I know what really happened to juice world and she she said this shit right on live now i don't know if she was cloud chasing or, or or what but this created havoc all across social media people were like she doesn't deserve to she doesn't do this she doesn't do that but again it's like bro you don't even know the bitch like you don't even know juice world like you ain't never met that fool some of y'all ain't never even got to see him perform live because this motherfucker didn't even get the tour like that before he passed away you know and uh just to see people basically fucking act like they got any say in what the fuck the bitch do or say. Like, y'all just cornballs, in my opinion, bro. Like, y'all got to chill the fuck out. Like, you feel me? And, and I mean, Juice World's dead at the end of the day. So, y'all talking about when will Juice World ever get to rest in peace? When y'all leave these people alone, bro, move on. There's more artists out here, bro. Like, obviously, Juice World lives forever. But, God damn, some of y'all just don't calm the fuck down, bro. And, and I don't know, I just feel like I had to get that shit off my chest because motherfuckers is annoying. Nobody's more annoying on the timeline than a Taylor Swift or a Juice World stand. I said what I said, bro. Fuck yeah. Anyway, um, before I close out this fucking podcast episode, let me look at my notes. I had a few notes here. Um, I wanted to talk about, uh, I think I might have already covered them all. But uh, yep, that was it. So that's pretty much it, y'all. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'll be... Back next week, we're working on starting a Patreon where uh, where we're going to have, you know, sp- exclusive content. I'm thinking about dropping bonus episodes every week only on Patreon. I'm thinking about dropping the video podcast on Patreon plus vlogs and a few different video type of content like reactions, food challenges, different type of challenges, a whole bunch of different stuff. You feel me? Like, you know, it, it is getting to a point where we got to start, you know, making some money and uh and, uh, and yeah, man, you know, we, it's a different, different chapter in the career. So, uh, lucky to have a, a team around me that's willing to put in the work and we're about to, uh, we're about to get, you know, hopefully early 2023, 
maybe January, late as February, but maybe January is when we're going to get the ball rolling on the Patreon. So for anybody that, you know, consumes this content, enjoys this, for any of my stands that would like to join the Patreon, please ride my nuts and uh, we're going to be dropping, you know, I'll have more details on pricing and the tiers and all that type of shit uh, closer to that time. So we, I just wanted to kind of let you guys in on that. We will be having a Patreon very soon, exclusive content. Um, other than that, this is the week that we fly out to Phoenix at the 10 p.m. prof. So we're flying out this week, uh, Thursday morning. We're doing a show Thursday night, and then we're flying back Friday morning. And we got two more shows here in Chicago, Friday and Saturday. So nothing but work, dog. Nothing but work. So uh, make sure you follow me on my main page, Ken Flores 300. We got uh, new clips coming out. I swear it right now, I got in the vault probably some of all the clips you see it on Instagram, on TikTok. Fuck all that, bro. I think I think right now in my possession, I have some of my personal favorite clips. And even if they go viral or don't go viral, like I feel like these are the funniest. These are clips that I literally keep re-watching and they make me laugh. So uh, to keep up with all my content, make sure to follow me at KenFlores300. The algorithm is a little bit funny or maybe some of y'all just haters and don't like my shit. But make sure you go down... Creep down my page every once in a while. I'm always uploading shit, so go ahead. Give it a like. Give it a share. Do whatever you want. It don't matter. I'm already popping bitch-ass niggas. I don't need you. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I appreciate y'all supporting me. Appreciate the love, man. I'll see you guys. Uh, I'll see you guys sometime soon, man. Have a good one. Bye-bye.